From around the world, this is the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance. The following presentation is a production of 63 Audio and the Narada Radio Company, a proud member of the Mutual Audio Network. Do you dare to go down into the cellar? Welcome to the Cellar miniseries, made especially for Transcontinental Terror 2021. And hosted by Cadavera Quivery. Welcome aboard the Transcontinental Terror Express. All this month on Mutual, your beloved Cadavera will be a passenger on this creepy train to terror. <laughs> oh, I know it's been simply ages since we've gotten together, and Cadavera is so glad to see you after such a long wait. So, what have I been doing in the meantime? Well, lately I've been hosting some fellow thespians from our local community theater, letting them use the space down in my cellar for rehearsals while the playhouse is being... re-fumigated. <laughs> so, just the other night, the actor who plays the surgeon decided he wanted a bit more... realism in his acting. <laughs> well... Poor Mrs. Sternbottom, the director, was fit to be tied. <laughs> All that blood. And it was only the first read-through. <laughs> well, I don't have to tell you. Things certainly were autopsy-turvy. <laughs> so, all of that was fun, but now I'm so glad you're here. All right, hold this shovel and follow me over to my great big book. Tonight's tale is a strange one, to be sure. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, yes. Tonight, creeps, I'm bringing you a little tale of domestic, um, bliss? (laughs) Yes, our long-married couple is decidedly unhappy. (laughs) You might even say Audrey and Walt Ellis are joined in holy deadlock. (laughs) Let's join them at a romantic local bistro. Oh, but I must warn you, their conversation is anything but romantic. (laughs) 
One martini on the rocks, very dry, two olives. Thank you, Joey. Enjoy. That's your third martini, isn't it? It's my second. And why are you counting my drinks? It's your second since I sat down, but you had one in front of you when I got here. Congratulations. You've learned to count to three. Audrey. Walter. Okay, okay, what do I care? Drink all you want. I'm only your husband. Thank you. I will. Joey, another one here? Right away, Miss Ellis. As my husband... You should know that if I'm on my third martini... Fourth. Fourth martini, that there's a valid reason for doing so. I suppose so. Bad day at the office? The worst. Thank you, Joey. And Joey. So, do you want to tell me about it? No. Well, that's healthy. Walt, will you, for the love of... Listen, if I did start to tell you, your eyes would glaze over after 30 seconds. You'd look at your watch, or your glance would stray to the big game on the wall TV, so... So? So what's the point? We don't do that sort of thing. Share our problems with each other. Because you think I don't have problems. Let's face it, dear. You don't. Look, I may not be the CEO of a major corporation, but that doesn't mean I don't have problems. And I'd like to have someone to share them with. The very fact that I am the CEO of a major corporation means that there are people available for you to share your problems with. What about Dr. Javago? It's Zalaki. Dr. Zalaki. She's Indian, not Russian. How many times do I have Whatever to tell- her name is, I pay good money for you to lie on her couch and tell her all about your horrible childhood and how much you hate your mother. Ugh. That's a pretty detestable thing to say. I thought you were more understanding than that. Oh, please, Walt. Be a man. You've been seeing Dr. Zhivago for three years. Are you ever going to be cured? Dr. Zalaki says these things take time. It doesn't help that I have to worry about you and your drinking problem. Don't worry about me. I only drink when I feel like it. Uh-huh. Not that I've been keeping track, but you've been feeling like it quite a bit lately. Walter, will you get off my goddamn back? Shh. Shh. Keep your voice down. Are you trying to cause a scene? Me? I'm trying to cause a scene? For crying out loud, I'm trying to wind down after a difficult day. All right, all right, I'm sorry. Sue me for being worried about my wife. <laughs> well, 
There was one thing I wanted to bring up if you're in a listening mood. As long as it's not about my imaginary drinking problem. No, it's something much nicer. Dr. Zalaki has suggested that you and I take a vacation. Oh, has she? Yes, just a short trip if that's all you can afford to be away. Something to get you out of your own head, de-stress you. Mmm, Walter, that was wonderful. Yes. Um, darling, we do need to talk about your wife. And why is Dr. Zalaki so interested in me? Well, it's difficult to talk about myself without bringing you into the conversation. I've told her how hard you're working lately, the long hours, the stress of today's economy, you know, all that. It's like I'm suddenly in a bad movie. Joey! Now, you're not going to have another... That'll be five. If you want me to stay here and listen to you, I'm going to have another. You can drive me home, or I can get an Uber. Ah, do we have to? I was having such a good time. Oh, Walter, I thought by now you would have asked her for a divorce. Priya, have I told you about the prenup Audrey had me sign? (sighs) Yes. You lose potentially millions of dollars in alimony. So what? So what? Are you nuts? I'm a successful psychoanalyst, earning enough to support us both very nicely. For now? All right, all right, don't bite my head off. So... I've been looking at places we can go. There are some lovely little tourist towns that are just a few days away by car. What does that mean? Don't you know who my wife is? She is a very powerful CEO. She didn't get that way by being sugar and spice. She could ruin you. And then where would we be? By car? Who wants to drive for days on end? Oh, it would be so romantic driving the Jag on a desert highway the top down, feeling the breeze in our hair. Are you serious? Yes, you're serious. (sighs) What do you suggest then? Well, there's this plan I've been formulating. Are you serious? Yes, more serious. Just when would you want to do this? Yes, I'm leaving the office at six on the dot. You can. Okay, thanks. I'll be able to read the report during my four-day driving jaunt through the great wilderness. (laughs) I know. The things we do for our spouses. Okay, talk to you when we get back. Your husband just called. He's back from the garage. Got the car fully serviced for your road trip. Thank you, Lita. Ugh, I'm not looking forward to this. Then why go? You've never been married, have you, silly girl? No. If you had been, you'd understand why. Hmm. Oh, I'm sure I'll have a fine time. And I'll only be gone a week, dear. I'll need you to hold down the fort in my absence. 
Nobody listens to me. I'm just your assistant. No, but you listen to them, don't you? I'll want to hear all the dirt you pick up while I'm gone. Now. <clears throat> Shut the door. Why? Well, don't you want to give me a proper goodbye? I do. But when are you going to ask him for a divorce? Well, I wasn't going to tell you beforehand. Wanted it to be a surprise. But I was going to have it out with him on this trip and come back to you, Lita, my pet, with signed documents. Oh, Audrey, do you mean it? I do. Of course I do. But what if he doesn't agree to it? Don't think I haven't thought of that. But I think he will. I'll make it financially easy for him. I hope you're right. Still, what's your plan B? Simple. Only one of us will come back alive. Audrey! <laughs> oh, calm down. I'm joking. Now, are you going to shut that door? Or do you want me to? <laughs> In front of the entire staff. <laughs> I'll be right back. My God, Audrey, will you look at this place? It's so cute. It's like a fairy tale cottage or something. I love it. Hello? Hello? Oh, where the hell are we? I lost my cell connection. Walt! Why did we stop? We have arrived, my queen. Your palace awaits. Oh, it's so... Cute. Where's Hansel and Gretel? Oh, I can't wait to get inside. Where is that rental agent? She was right behind us a minute ago. Are you sure about this? We're so isolated out here. There's not another house for miles. That's the beauty of the place. And there's no cell phone coverage. Just think, we could walk around naked if we want. We can make love on the kitchen table and not worry about... The milkman seeing a thing? Milkman? What century are we in? Did we drive through a time warp? <sighs> it almost feels like it. Look out here, behind the house. Nothing but forest, as far as the eye can see. We're all alone. We're all alone. I was afraid you got lost. <laughs> no, here we are. Your directions were very good. Oh. <laughs> oh, good, good, yes, good. How do you like it so far? Well, we love the outside. 
<laughs> Speak for yourself. Hmm? What? Hmm? Oh, <laughs> I suppose you want to see the inside, eh? <laughs> yes? Good. <laughs> Mr. Ellis, would you care to have the honors? <laughs> yes, thank you. How close is the nearest cell tower? Hmm? Cell tower? Well, I don't... <laughs> Never mind. Audrey, please, put that away. You're on vacation. No, but how would we get a hold of anyone if we... <laughs> oh, and here we are. <laughs> Mrs. Ellis, would you like to... Um, oh, yes. Yes. Oh, it's beautiful. And it's bigger inside than it looked from out there. Oh, good, good. <laughs> I'm so glad you're pleased. Oh, thank God there's a landline. And it's hooked up. Yay. Well, I think we're satisfied. Where do we sign? Oh, I've got the papers right here. <laughs> Come on over to the kitchen table and sit down. <laughs> Now, you're sure about the two full weeks? Yes. Two? You said one. I agreed to one. Settle down, Audrey, please. I thought you might fall in love with the place after a few days and want to stay longer. You thought? <sighs> Call me a dreamer. Uh, uh is, is there a problem? No. No. Let me have the lease. I'll sign it. And here is a check for the full amount. Oh, thank you very much. Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. All seems to be in order. Mm -hmm. Oh, yes. <clears throat> well, I must say, the two of you are very brave to take this cottage for two full weeks. What? What? Brave? Did you say brave? Just what? What the hell does that mean? Oh, my. <laughs> well, why, didn't I tell you in the office? Tell us what? There was no telling in the office. Oh, <laughs> why, the disappearance. Disappearance? Disappearance of who? Why, the previous owner's husband. <laughs> yes, he and his wife, who was the actual owner, lived here for, oh, say, a year or so. Hmm? And then one day, he was gone. Poof. Just like that. <laughs> she said he went back home after they'd had a terrible argument and nobody could ever prove otherwise. But... <sighs> but... But what? Hmm? Oh, well, <laughs> you know how people are. They get to talking. <laughs> yes. And? And what do they say? Hmm? What do they... 
Oh, yes. <laughs> what do they say? <laughs> well, they say that the woman got rid of him somehow. And that's the kind of house you bring me to. Now, wait, wait, just... Now, that's just a story, right? Right? Oh, hmm. Right? Oh, yes. Of course, it's just a story. He went home after they had a fight. Of course. <laughs> Didn't he? <laughs> You're asking us? Walter? Of course that's what happened. Now... I'm sure we'll love it. Here, let me show you to your car. Oh? Oh, oh, yes. <laughs> oh, wonderful. Well, call me if you need anything. I've left my card by the phone. <laughs> Goodbye, Mrs. Ellis. Goodbye. went pretty well, I think. Uh, I'll go get the stuff out of the car. You've been gone almost a week, and you're thinking of staying another? Audrey, what on earth? Listen, darling, I can't talk much longer. Walt went for a walk in the woods, and who knows when he'll be back. I've decided to take this extra week so I could have time to discuss a divorce. Please understand. Well, that's a different story, isn't it? But you are going to talk to him, aren't you? You're not letting all that fresh air and pine scent soften you up. No, I swear. It's you and me. Do you love me? You know I do. Do you want to guess what I'm wearing? Oh, stop. You'll have me off. Oh, I can see Walt coming back. I'll call you when I can. Bye. Hey, I'm back. I can see that. Oh, that looks good. I'm dry as toast. I'll get you some. Oh, that hits the spot. Different taste from the city, yeah? Hey, you told me it's well water. The well's out back by that wooden shed. Shed? You mean to tell me you haven't set foot out back the whole time we've been here? I did. Once. A couple of nights ago, I went out with my cell to see if the signal was stronger at night. No luck. On top of that, the sky scared me. The sky? All those stars. I've never seen a sky like that. I'm a city girl. 
It seemed unnatural. <laughs> Don't laugh at me. Give me your hand. What? Come on. I'm taking you out back so you can see everything in the daytime. Oh, all right. What are we going to do? Just walk a circuit of the yard? It's not very big. No, I'm not sure why the picket fence encloses such a small part of the property, but I love little mysteries like that, don't you? <laughs> are you serious? <laughs> no, no, I guess you're not. Here's the well, and the shed you mentioned, just like in the picture books, isn't it? The well, I mean. Mm-hmm. Oh, speaking of mysteries, I met someone on my walk who told me a little bit about the mystery surrounding this cottage. You mean the previous owner and her missing husband? Mm-hmm. And not too far into the woods is a little clearing, and there was an old man in there sitting with pallet and easel, painting a portrait of a tree. Those were his words, by the way. I'm painting a portrait of that tree over there, he said. I was very well behaved and contained my laughter. How nice. I'm very proud of you. Thank you, mistress. Now, when the old man learned of my current residence, he felt obliged to tell me his opinion of what happened to the poor husband of yours. And what was that, pray tell? Uh, why are we speaking this way? Did you meet Shakespeare out there? No, silly. I think his name was Paul Funderburk or something like that. Anyway, his considered opinion was that the wife did away with her husband and buried him right here. Oh, the shed? Yep, under the dirt floor. Wow. Did he see it happen? Nope, that's just what he thinks happened. But he warned me not to drink the well water since it was so close to the shed. Well... Obviously, you think that his opinion was ridiculous, since you already drank some well water. Oh, maybe. Maybe not. Huh? Maybe. I just wanted to know what essence of dead man tasted like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you. What do you mean you're having second thoughts about a second week? You're the one who wanted to in the first place. I know, but, well, ever since I talked to Mr. Funderburk out in the woods, I've been getting these weird feelings. The whole house just feels strange now, like there's a cloud over it. Leave it to you to spoil things, just when I'm starting to feel good about being here. He's just an old man with ridiculous ideas. Don't you realize this is all in your head? It's not just him, Odd. What does that mean? After I met Mr. Funderburg the next day when I went into town to pick up some groceries, I stopped by the newspaper office. They have a weekly paper, and their files go back to the Great Flood almost. Anyway, the previous owner, her name's Priscilla Robinson. She and her husband were here in 2009. <laughs> the way they told it, it sounded like 1892, but it was just a little more than 10 years ago. The sheriff apparently investigated, and Mrs. Robinson was cleared of all suspicion. Okay. So if she was cleared, why are you getting weird feelings? Just this. Afterwards, I talked to more of the townspeople who were here back then. Every single one of them has an opinion about what happened to Mr. Robinson. His name was Rick. And those opinions, to a person, were all that he didn't make it back home after their argument. They all think he's buried somewhere close by the cottage. I mean, look, one guy with a weird opinion, you can discount it. 
but 20 people, 30? It's enough to give a guy the willies. So, how soon can we get out of here? Oh, Jesus Christ. Of all that, I've already notified the office that I was staying one more week. What do you want me to say to everybody? I'm back early after all. My husband was seeing ghosts in the backyard. I never said I'd seen any ghosts. Vault. I like it here. I've gotten used to the quiet and the stars and the lack of cell signal. I've even gotten used to no martini at 5 p.m. So you can go back if you want, but I'm staying until the lease runs out. Well, I... I, I, I couldn't go back uh, alone, hun. I just... I... Why don't you just make up your mind? Are you going to stay or do you want to go? Because right now, I don't give a damn what you do. I just can't explain these weird, these strange feelings. Those people, they all said... Well, which one do you believe the most? What? Which one? Well, which person's opinion do you believe the most? Well, uh, well... Mr. Funderburks, I guess. And his opinion was? That Mrs. Robinson buried her husband in the shed. Um, what are you driving at? I think I have an idea to cure you of these strange feelings. What's that? What is it? Tomorrow morning, bright and early, take a shovel and dig down six feet or so inside the shed. If you don't find Mr. Robinson you'll realize that it was all in your imagination. If you do find him, then you'll have solved a mystery and you'll be the hero of the town. It's so simple. Why didn't I think of that? No, don't answer that. <laughs> okay, tomorrow morning, I'll do it. Good. Now, Walter, my darling, take your wife to bed and make sweet love to her because she has a feeling that you'll be in no condition tomorrow after you dig that big hole. Hello. You've made good progress. Whoa! You startled me. Oh, sorry. How far down are you now? Well, look at me. Huh? I'm 5'10". So you're almost six feet down then. Find anything interesting? Any bones? No, <laughs> nothing. Nothing at all. I'm beginning to think you were right. I brought you some ice water. Hmm. Thanks. So you think there's nobody down there? No missing husband? Uh, nope. I feel like a fool digging in this hole for nothing. Well, why don't you come out of there? I'm sure you've dug deep enough. Are you satisfied, finally, that this was all in your head? Yes, yes, you were right, as usual, and I was wrong. That's not what I meant. Uh, I know. Sorry, sorry. I'm just frustrated over all this work and no result. Well, leave it for the time being. Do you want a hand up? Here. Yeah, thanks. Whoa, 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 whoa. Steady now. Are you okay? Sure. I'm stronger than I look. Don't I know that? Oh, my aching back. Oh, 
come over in the shade. I've put some chairs out and you can cool off a bit. And I found a clean bandana. Wipe off your face. Here's some more water. <laughs> Why did you bring the shovel with you? Oh, I was using it as a walking stick. It kept me from falling over. <sighs> Thanks. That is the spot. Got that bandana? Here. We should probably hose you down out here before you go in to take a shower. Am I really that bad? Oh, well, it's a thought. Just don't have too much fun doing it. I said, just don't have too much fun. Hmm? Well, things sure got awkward all of a sudden. What's that look on your face? We need to talk. We are talking. What's the matter with you? I didn't want to go on this trip with you, Walt. I resisted it. I went along, but I was determined not to enjoy myself. Uh-huh. You think I didn't see that? But a few days ago, I started feeling better. I woke up and actually forgot that I had a cell phone. My brain didn't automatically kick into get-ready-for-work mode. I looked over at you and saw you sleeping and smiled. Oh, hey. Something you said a minute ago shattered that. Made me realize that this is just temporary. We're going back to the world, and things will go back to the way they were. The fights... You nagging me about one thing or another. Your jealousy about my career. Wait, I... I can't live like that anymore, Walt. I don't want to, and I don't have to. Jesus. What? You choose now to bring all this up when I've been digging a stupid hole and I'm exhausted and unable to think straight? Our timing might be bad, I admit. You think? But the discussion is still necessary. No, it isn't. Walt. You are... Audrey, I love you. I know. And that's the problem. Problem? Since when is love a problem? I don't love you. What? Not the way you want me to. Not where it matters. Well, well, what is it? Have you met someone else? <sighs> you have. Who is it? Knowing who it is isn't going to change anything, Walter. Now, I think we should pack up and get out of here. One of us drive the other to the nearest airport, and the other drives back home, and then we'll meet with lawyers and try to settle this amicably. Amicably? You've been watching too many movies. Sit down, Walt. Let's discuss this calmly. Calmly? For crying out loud, Audrey, you're trying to tear my life apart. Our marriage of eight years, I honestly thought we were happy. Boy, were you wrong. Huh? No, no, don't you! I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I wasn't really going to hit you. What are you doing? I can't believe you'd even think of raising your hand to me. This is not some... some... This is not happening again! Audrey, now, I'm sorry. Put down the shovel. Hey, don't do that! You do not raise your hand to me! No one raises... A hand to me, not my daddy, and certainly not you. Audrey, stop. Look out now, don't.
Walt. Walter, get up. I didn't hit you that hard. Walt, are you playing with me? Oh, shit. Hello? Is this the rental agency? Yes, hello. This is Audrey Ellis. We rented the cottage for two weeks. <laughs> yes, Walter's wife. Yes, that's right. Huh? Hmm? Well, well, yeah, I know that tomorrow's the last day of our rental, but I wondered when you come out, could you bring out all the necessary documents for me to buy the property? I imagine it is for sale, yes? It is. Oh, good. Yes. Well, yes, we just fell in love with it. Oh, my husband has already returned home to fetch some things to make the cottage more our own. Hmm? Oh, yes, I drove him to the airport in Redlawn the day before yesterday. Well, we'll just put the property in my name then, shall we? I'm sure my husband won't mind if I sign all the documents. Yes, thank you. I look forward to seeing you tomorrow then. Audrey Ellis's office. Darling, how are you? Audrey, my God, where are you? Why haven't I heard from you? Oh, Lita, things have just been crazy around here. Crazy? You're out in the country. How crazy can things get? Well, take it from me. You don't want to know. But I have wonderful news, honey. Walt has agreed to a divorce. No. Yes, baby. Soon we can be together always. Was it easy to tell him about me? Well, that's part of why it got so crazy. But in the end, he agreed. I put him on a plane yesterday, and he's probably back in the city by now. I've got the Jaguar, and I was going to drive back, but then I thought, it's been ages since I had a real vacation, and I know you've got some time off coming, so why don't you... Why don't I what, babe? Um, hold on, sweetie. That was the doorbell. What? Um, yes? Mrs. Ellis? Yes, I'm Audrey Ellis. May I help you, um, officer? Sheriff Rowland, ma'am. Sorry to drop by unannounced. Is your husband to home? Um, Walter? No, uh, no. He left here a, a couple of days ago, Sheriff. Is there something I can do for you? Well, maybe. Is it all right if I step in? Of course. Of course, please come in. Thank you. 
Roy, stay out here and monitor the radio. <clears throat> Excuse me. Thank you, ma'am. Make yourself comfortable, please. Can I get you anything? Some water? I could make some coffee. Oh, no, ma'am. I'm just fine. Thank you. I only want to take a minute of your time. You see, I was hoping Mr. Ellis would be here because I had some news for him regarding something we chatted about the other day. Walt, uh, Walter spoke to you the other day? Well, yes, ma'am. He came to my office on Monday afternoon and said he'd been looking through the newspaper files on the Robinson case. That was the previous owner of this cottage, ma'am. Yes, he did tell me he'd been to the newspaper. But when he mentioned the sheriff had been suspicious of Mrs. Robinson, I didn't think he meant you. I mean, you're so young and- And I'm a woman. Yes, ma'am. That sheriff, the one back in 2009, that was my daddy. I was one of his deputies back then and I didn't work this case. Not that there was much of a case, just suspicion of the lady. Mm-hmm. And this is what you wanted to tell my husband? Oh, no, ma'am. I, I wanted to tell him that his visit sparked my interest some. And I started looking into the case again. My daddy, <laughs> see, he was a sheriff for a long time. But as he got older, he got a bit uh, careless with his follow through. Oh? Yes, ma'am. See, he'd sent off an inquiry to the police in the city that the Robinsons had come here from, but he never got a reply and just let it go. The inquiry was just a request to track down the husband and see if he was actually living in the city anymore. And like I said, the local police didn't respond to it, so that case never did get closed out. And Mrs. Robinson moved away, sold the cottage by mail, and eventually everyone forgot about her. Until... Yes, until... Oh, well, until Mr. Ellis came around on Monday and kind of stirred the pot up again. See, my way of sheriffing is different from my daddy's. I like to be organized. I like to follow through on things. I sent off a new inquiry to the local police and made sure I got an answer. And Rick Robinson, the husband, never did return to that city. Nobody ever heard from him again, not his friends nor his co-workers. Oh, my. Didn't anyone suspect anything sooner? Well, they thought he'd moved out here. And since he'd never contacted them with his new address, kind of forgot about him, you know? Wished him well and so on. Out of sight, out of mind, you know? Hmm, yes. But I knew better. I knew he wasn't here anymore. So he had to be somewhere. So my next inquiry was to the new city Priscilla Robinson had moved to. And she was there, still alive and remarried and all. Well, did anybody talk to her? They sure did, ma'am. One of the cops on that force, he's an old friend. So he went over and started asking her questions and well, it was like a damn burst. Mrs. Robinson broke down and confessed everything. Confessed? Confessed. She blabbed and babbled like a blubbering baby, told my friend that she'd killed her husband and hidden the body, and that she'd made up a story about him going back home while she went to another city and started a new life. I mean, <laughs> when my friend told me, you could have knocked me over with a feather, and my daddy had been right. 
you know, he just been a little too <laughs> lazy. Wow. That's, that's just, and that's why I'm here. I wanted to tell Mr. Ellis and thank him and ask him if he wanted to join in on the activity. I've only got the one deputy and he's new. <laughs> Frankly, your husband seems like quite a fit, uh, healthy man. <laughs> Excuse me? Activity? Oh, yes, ma'am. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I completely forgot to tell you. I have a search warrant, Mrs. Ellis. It grants me permission to dig on your property for the body of Mr. Robinson. The lady told us she dug deep, too, down about 10 feet or so. <laughs> She'd figured he'd never be found. And she was almost right. What? You want to dig up where? Where exactly? Oh, excuse me, ma'am. I'm just so excited about solving this case that my head is in the clouds. All right, let me tell you everything. Mrs. Robinson says she dug a hole about 10 feet deep and buried her husband in the shed out back. So if you don't mind, I'll just get my deputy and we'll get busy. Ma'am? Mrs. Ellis? Excuse me, I just remembered phone call holding. Hello, Lita. Are you still there? Audrey, darling, you were gone so long. What's the matter? Are you all right? Lita, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm afraid. I'm afraid we can't be together after all. You see, my husband, my husband is on his way back. Come on, tell me. All right, if you insist, I'll make like I don't know already about the cabin's history, see? And I'll convince Audrey that I'm freaked out about it. I'll visit the local paper and the sheriff, ask a bunch of questions, act all concerned. News stories say that the sheriff pretty much just sat on the case back in the day, so there shouldn't be anything to worry about there. <laughs> and I'll work it so that Audrey is the one who suggests that I dig the hole. Walter, you're a genius. I know, right? What could possibly go wrong? creepy tale. Oh, I don't know which one to feel sorrier for. It appears that both Walter and Audrey had a bad case of sleigh fever. <laughs> Our episode was called How to Shed 180 Pounds, an audio play by Pete Lutz, inspired in part by an episode of the old-time radio series 
the mysterious traveler. And I, as you know, am your very own cadaver equivery. <laughs> so, until next time, fiends, remember, don't take candy from stranglers. <laughs> The Cellar is produced and directed by Pete Lutz. The theme was composed and performed by Tom Rory Parsons. Our cast consisted of the following players. Pete Lutz as Joey the Waiter. Pam Pales as Audrey. Carl Yowell as Walt. Victoria Fonsky as Dr. Zalucki. Christy Glick as Lita. Jerry Aleph as the rental agent, and Jessica Matthews as Sheriff Rowland. Cadavera Quivery is played by Angela Young. Incidental music for this production was composed and performed by Dr. Ross Bernhardt. The Cellar is a 63 audio production, mixed and mastered in Corpus Christi, Texas. This is Robin Robbins speaking. Join us next week for episode three of our special miniseries, A Monstrous Look at Science Run Amok. It's called The Second Helping. Next time on The Cellar. Sixty-three audio. This is mutual. Now, you seem to me to be a connoisseur of the best of radio drama. In which case, make sure you're subscribed to the Monday Matinee Feed. There we have our weekly series of dramatic, theatrical, classic, eclectic, and live radio drama. So yeah, either the main Mutual Audio Network feed for all types and genres of audio drama, or the Monday Matinee. And we'll see you there. The Mutual Audio Network. Listening and imagining. Together.